0: Welcome to Free Basketball is back for another week, and I am joined once again by my normal co-host, Mr. Cody Halsey. We're trying to do this really quick because I am in between practices and games tonight. So we've got like a 30 to 40 minute window, which we're going to try to fit all of our stuff into. So this is going to be a lot of fun. But today, we're going to start with the Grizzlies first. I know usually recent episodes or since we've moved over to the Grizz 901, we have done the NBA first, Grizzlies second. Uh, but we're going to flip-flop because I actually there is something that I want to discuss um, about the Grizzlies in the month of January that I don't think can wait. Uh, if you listen to grizz want podcast or follow the feed, I was on the live show last night and I made a little mention of that about how this could be a huge January for the Grizzlies. So we're going to talk about that. And then we've got the first round of Last Mascot Standing. So Cody is back to do that. I know we had the week off last week with just power rankings. Um, and then if time allows, we're going to kind of talk about the NBA performances so far this season and how wild they've been. So just some quick thoughts. So hopefully we got enough time to get to that. But Cody, have you been thinking about the mascot standing for the last two weeks now since you won last week? Or have you fine-tuned your descriptions for East mascot? Or what? how, how have you been?
1: I mean, I've been really itching to get this tournament off the off the ground. I think if we can get this really, if we can get this going, we could have it every year, and we could get a big sponsor in here, mm. make make a lot of money. Um, you know, the, it's it's a lucrative business as mascot. These mascot tournaments. I don't know if you have looked into it, but I've been doing a lot When's of like that? online. I've d- I've done a lot of online research. I've paid into several. Um, several different places that are supposed to tell me how to get rich quick with mascots so we're gonna see how that works (laughs) i've emptied my bank account
0: i can't wait to get into that one to see how much of a good investment that it is um so i hope it's good
1: good. it's gonna be a lot of matchups today so
0: three matchups wow a lot a lot going on a lot of pressure on mate
1: a lot yeah, of pressure on
0: well, me to Yeah, you got
1: to you don't even know what they are. I love my, this is my favorite part about that part of the podcast is just not prepping you at all. <laughs> like giving you no hint as to what's coming.
0: It seems to be a consistent theme with us. Yeah. Um, and, of us, we
1: don't we don't talk except for this podcast. That's what <laughs> so fresh.
0: In that kind of theme. Let's get into the Grizzlies because currently they are 24 and 13. And I said last night on the Grizz 901, the live after show after playing the Hornets, that January is a really big month, I think, for the Grizzlies. Um, they, after their win last night, they're tied for first in the West. But we talked in previous episodes about how close the West was compared to the East, right? There is a five-game difference between first and ninth place in the West. So to me, the Grizzlies this January could really set them up for where they're going to be at the end of the season so for me january is a big indicator they play 15 games in january they've already played three i believe they're three and oh so far um and it could set them up it could be the difference january could be the difference margin wise and wins the difference between a top three seed and six through eight um so let me give you this schedule to see how you feel, what kind of record that you think they'll have. All so right. Out of- so,
1: while you do this, I'm going to write down my gut reaction wins and losses. Okay. I won't announce them, but we'll go through it all. And then I'll tally up the wins and losses. And then I'll just tell you what I think the record is after that. And we'll see how we feel.
0: Okay. So tonight, well, I don't know if I'm getting this episode out tonight. It might be tomorrow. Um, So we might have another win or loss, depending on what happens tonight. They do play the Orlando Magic tonight on a back-to-back, but the Magic are also on a back-to-back. Desmond Baines has already been listed out for tonight's game. I have not looked at my phone since to see if anybody else was announced out, but I'm assuming um, that it's basically everyone besides Bane playing against the Magic. So this probably will come out on Thursday. We're recording – or I'm sorry, come out on Friday. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. So we don't know the results of the Magic, but – they play the, Ma- the Orlando Magic tonight. They play the Utah Jazz. They play the San Antonio Spurs twice. They play the Indiana Pacers twice. They play the Phoenix Suns twice. They play the Ke- Cleveland Cavaliers, Los Angeles Lakers, Sacramento Kings, rematch up with the Golden State Warriors and the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're already 3-0 in this month. So there's what twelve games left in this month. Just this quick look that you talked as you're writing now. What is your expected win-loss record for the Grizzlies coming out of January, out of that slate of games? Uh, that slate of games, ten and three. Ooh, ten and three. So you actually think that they could be twelve and three, ending this month? Yeah.
1: That's, okay. That's possible. Magic win, Jazz feel pretty good about that. Unless Markinin does some crazy crap, but yeah, I feel pretty good about the. I, f- I feel pretty good about the Grizzlies' chances versus the Jazz. I feel good about them versus the Spurs. They're in the win Yama sweepstakes. That's two. That's two dubs right there. Pacers aren't really looking to you know do much, so that's another couple wins right there. Um, Spurs twice. Yeah, Spurs. Yeah, Spurs twice. That's two. Pacers two. That's a couple. Of the Lakers are in there. That's two, or that's one. You got two. You probably split with the Suns. Um, you, I I just think that like the those uh, Warriors Grizzlies games, like regular season, they get like too overblown. The Grizzlies get like too overhyped for what the is a regular season game. So throw Ooh. that it's a loss. And then there's probably one more in there somewhere.
0: Yeah, so you're thinking there's one more loss out of there between games against the Cavaliers, the Kings, and the Timberwolves.
1: Yeah, I mean, so throw it, up, chalk it up to the Kings.
0: Yeah, I, I'm glad you said twelve and three because that's how I feel. Like I think this record, they should have a twelve and three, eleven and four, um, or at worst, they should be ten and five coming out this month, right? Because you just don't you don't know about injuries. You don't know who's going to rest. Like it could be a weird scheduling thing where someone comes out, you know, like Bane's not playing this back to back. Jaron gets some weird ankle thing. You know, Adams just needs rest after his, you know, just gobbling up, (laughs) gobbling up basketballs on rebounds. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, like looking forward to it, because I know we're not even at the all-star break, but I can't help it. Like, I just all, we both really look forward to the playoffs, right? Like I love the playoffs. I mean we I, love yeah, the 82 love game season. We love all of it, but we really like as soon as the year turns and it's after Christmas, I really start thinking about like matchups in the Christmas or I mean in the playoffs and where the Grizzlies might settle at. You start thinking so, about the
1: next Christmas games, right? <laughs>
0: matchups. <laughs> the following Christmas games. But let's just say like to me, ten and five is a worst case scenario. Right. Mm -hmm. Anything less than 10 and five, I think, is not a disaster, but. But we do have to
1: fire Taylor
0: Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) But it makes the after all star game run really imperative. right? Yeah. Because if we're 10 and five, that would put our record at 34 and 18. Mm -hmm. So if they just go for the remaining 30 games, if they just go 500, the record is 49 and 33. Uh huh. So last year in the West, that was good for a five seed. Mm -hmm. I guess the question that I have about the West is with the parity that we seem to have in five games separating first and nine. like, do you think that we're set up to have a scenario in the West like we had last year in the East? And I'll give you an example. Last year in the East, if you don't remember the standings, the Heat somehow became the number one seed and they were 53 and twenty-nine. The Don't ones somehow East.
1: you rode the heat all That's last year. Fair. That's fine. You were fine. like, I did. You were like, gimme Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. I'll take that one. Um, yeah. I was on the heat last year. But 53 wins was good enough to win the East last year. Hmm? The two seed were the Celtics. They went 51 and 31. The Bucks were the three seed. They also went 51 and 31. And the only reason they weren't the two seed is because they forego their last game that gave the Celtics the tiebreaker. The Bucs could have been the two-seed if they wanted to, mm-hmm. but they gave it up. The four-seed with the 76ers, who were also 51-31. So we have 53 wins, won the East, and then 51 wins was two through four in the East last year. And then fifth and sixth, the Raptors were fifth, they won 48. The six were the Bulls, they won 46. I mean, is this what it's lining up to be in the West? Or do you think that this kind of margin that the Grizzlies might create in this month you know, and that's just saying they go 500, the remaining 30 games. If they're slightly above 500, then they're plus 50 wins, right? If they have a good month here. So do you think January is a super important month? Like the Grizzlies need to have a really strong month to set themselves up to be one of these top three or four seeds in the West come playoff time.
1: I definitely think that January is an important month for the Grizzlies specifically, just because in the West, like the name of the game right now is to just win all the games that you should win and win as many games as you should not win as well. And just make sure that, you know, you're taking care of business when you need to be like specifically like take care of business at home when you need to, because Mm. ultimately what it's going to come down to is like the Grizzlies get to play like the, Magic and the Pacers and the Spurs this month, but like those teams don't stop playing for the rest of the month after they play the Grizzlies. There are other teams that they're going to keep playing. Um, so if the other teams are taking care of business and you're not, then you're going to end up in one of those lower seeds. And if you're one of the teams that takes care of business like tonight, and you know, the rest of the teams are you know dropping games here and there that maybe they shouldn't, and there's you know the parity that we've talked about in. Those teams beat each other up, and then the Grizzlies you know through the having this like beautiful schedule this month take care of business and then they separate could separate themselves a little bit
0: yeah, so the parody is amazing. I think you make a great point with that that like last year we had a sixty win team the Grizzlies won fifty six I mean, do you think we're gonna have a sixty win western conference team this year? No, you think everybody's gonna be in the mid to high six or fifties maybe. Um, and we're saying in this scenario the Grizzlies will be forty nine and thirty three. Like, are we talking about barely cracking fifty wins to get you a high seed in the West, or are they going to have to get in the high fifties?
1: I think the most wins. I think like the number one seed in the West will have fifty seven wins.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, who, you think it will be the Nuggets that continue to hold that? You think the Grizzlies are going to stay up there? Pelicans? Like, who? Who is your front runner to be? Like, who would you most expect? to get 55-plus wins out of that kind of top group right now?
1: Um, I would expect the Nuggets because they have the best player in basketball.
0: Mm. Michael Porter Jr.?
1: I said it. Michael Porter Jr. You stole my punchline <laughs> from me. Um, no, uh, Nikola Jokic. That guy is real good at basketball. Just just an impressive human being at, like, th- throwing the ball to people and in the hoop. And other places just wherever he wants the ball to be he can pretty much figure out how to get it there and he yeah. makes it look effortless and like he looked like i mean I know, I know he's a professional athlete so he is like an extremely athletic person but he looks like a like the oldest dad at the like rec league gym <laughs> on a saturday morning at 4 a.m
0: and killing everybody.
1: And right? just like murder. And he just like he came to play and everybody else is still waking up. Like that's what's going on. Um, mm. so I think that I think the nuggets, but I definitely think the grizzlies have like like once again, I know we come back to this all the time. I think the grizzlies have the depth to you know, weather the storm of attrition that is an 82 game series or mm. se- season, an 82-game series would be crazy because it's not an odd number. Um <laughs> uh, so it would be very dissatisfying if you had two very evenly matched teams. But, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what's going on.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. I think the Nuggets are a front runner. But I agree with you. I don't think there's going to be a 60-win team. I think that it could be a nail-biter all the way to the very end. So that's why I'm, That's why January just stuck out for me for the Grizzlies. I think this is a big month. Yeah. Like, if, if we go eight and seven, we're going to be fighting at the end. Straight to the top. Us for a spot like if we go seven and eight for some reason we're going to be fighting for a playoff spot but if we go 10 11 12 and three you know i -hmm. feel good about about getting one of those top those home court advantage seats and that's what 11 12 and
1: three sounds like a tennis score
0: yeah <laughs> love like, that's fifteen. One of, that's one of those lines you see love. like
1: at the bottom of at the yeah. bottom of like the ESPN ticker, and you're like, "What game were they playing?"
0: Let's just rattle off fifteen in a row this month. Let's go fifteen love. How about that?
1: Yep, sounds good. 15, <laughs> now let's 15 move on. Love for the Grizzlies.
0: Fifteen love for the Grizzlies in January. Mark that's it down. Which I think, that's
1: just the first point.
0: That's just it.
1: <laughs> is that a
0: point? Is that a set? We we somehow managed to get tennis in this. Yeah. Well, um, which to kind of add on to this going off the rails. Shout out
1: Serena Williams.
0: Last mascot standing. I'll hand the reins over to you, sir. Let's get into these matchups.
1: Let's talk about last mascot standing. All right. So we're gonna <clears throat> we got a couple return returning team returning mascots from last week. They were our play-in victors. You know them as the Heat and the Lakers.
0: Made up word. Question mark
1: yes made up word question mark <laughs> um and the heat made it in um the heat this week are going up against the warriors and you have the grizzlies mm. versus the lakers are one seeds on either side of the bracket
0: well which matchup are we going to first um, i feel like we, these are pretty quick
1: these are pretty quick so we're going to talk we're going to start with these and knock them out and then we have one that we got to talk about a little bit longer um so we have the Grizzlies versus the Lakers. The Lakers are made up word. They're basically a person that lives around lakes. Um, the a grizzly is a bear that is a formidable opponent in the forest, specifically around bodies of water. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever seen a grizzly bear eat salmon like straight out of a river, but that's <laughs> terrifying. A grizzly bear, if you see it, you're not. If you, even if you have a gun, if they, if you have a bazooka, they're like, don't fuck with that bear. Roll on. <laughs> Like if you can cover it with your thumb, just die. That, those are the instructions for bears.
0: Yeah. So literally, what do they tell you to do if you are approached by a bear, like fall on the ground and curl up in a ball.
1: They're like, it's it's one of two things. I think the I think the going. Um, wisdom with bears is that if you're close enough to a bear to have to interact with it or do anything to throw it off or anything like that you're going to die anyway so i think some people just say curl up in a ball and act like you're dead or just drop like you died mm. and then i think there are other people that say just get as big as you can be and yell at them and i think those mm. people just want to go out on a blaze of glory
0: <laughs> don't want to go out like any well um, yeah, obviously maybe- but yeah, obviously with this one, I mean it's just home court advantage for the bear, right? Like being around the body of a wa- body of oh yeah, I mean just forest, like it's home it court is,
1: advantage for a bear anywhere. It's I mean like, like his they can climb.
0: You, you they have can... moved in as a Laker, quote unquote, into the bear's territory.
1: Yeah, um, you're
0: effed, and it's it's going to be over for you. So obviously the grizzly, a formidable opponent in this ranking, which I'm not really sure like what matchup future matchup that a grizzly loses to um, and also well, for a warrior but i guess we'll find out but we we'll have defense. to find out so that's we have an easy 16-1 this isn't virginia versus umbc no no this, that's, that's that's duke versus radford you know something yeah, like that
1: this is this is a real crazy crazy these are crazy just 1 114 matchups <laughs> so next we have the warriors versus the heat so the heat once again Warm um, can be defeated with air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> warriors, warriors come in all shapes and sizes. You could have like those those guys from Sparta. You could have like Steph Curry could show up. Like theoretically, um, I think the Warriors <laughs> is a great mascot because it can take on so many different forms. Uh, like mm-hmm. a warrior could be anything. You can put like, you know, you put, you put a spiked helmet on a horse. That horse is a warrior. Like, so Mm. now you got, you got a horse warrior, put a, (laughs) put some armor on an Eagle. You got a bird warrior, you know, (laughs) give a bat some goggles. He's flying around during the daytime. You got a bat warrior. (laughs) I'm just saying there's all kinds of different things you could do. And I'm saying that I think collectively, no matter what kind of warriors you got, they're smart enough to beat the heat
0: yeah I think that's fair. i they'll I, build a tent. I, I actually, when I think of warriors and heat, I actually think like they would be good partners, right?
1: Like, yeah you would think that like a warrior would I be like have good one without home the in the heat
0: yeah, they'd be yeah, like, right. yeah
1: like give me my give me my leather sandals. we gotta go fight some philistines
0: <laughs> Bible reference, uh, you
1: know I'm throwing it way back <laughs> um so, do we agree that the Warriors would beat the
0: Heat? Yes, the Warriors beat the Heat. That's not even a debate. I don't even know, like, what the Heat would do to, like, a defeat a Warrior. Right. It, it's exactly. Just, yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. So Warriors advance on that one.
1: All right. So this is our third and final match of the day, and this is this one that's a little bit. This is a little bit more interesting. Mm. This is one where I feel like the Heat, you know, could have had a good matchup here. So mm. we have the thunder, mm. another sound, <laughs> versus the uh Toronto Raptors. Oh, okay. But I think the heat could have fared well against the Raptors, because it seems like dinosaurs, you know, one of the things I wrote down, Asteroid. Raptors was extinct. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which they did not beat the heat it seems
0: I uh you know how do you defeat lightning just go under it we're not tur- talking mountain. about
1: lightning we're talking about thunder we're
0: talking thunder, about thunder. I'm sorry. lightning yeah, yeah, yeah. makes that's the sound okay
1: lightning is a much cooler lightning is a much more difficult thing to deal yeah. with than thunder yeah so, so like if yeah. you do this
0: <laughs> hold on <laughs> put on if the Raptors wear earplugs, I'm just good.
1: put some noise cancelers on, man. Yeah, you're done.
0: I mean, the the only way Thunder beats anybody is if someone's mascot was the infant children.
1: That or, or like something like dog- that, or like a Chihuahua.
0: The infants or small dogs. Yeah, yeah, that would be a suitable matchup, I think, where the Thunder has a chance. Uh, but my only reference for Raptors is just Jurassic Park, basically. Yeah, and, and I gotta think they said Reign. through that through that entire like six movie trilogy raptor was like the most feared out of everyone right yeah like absolutely. No, no one wanted to mess with the raptor yeah no one wanted to mess with the raptor because they were just super smart and they were like strategize and have stretch you know they just would nick nurse it up right mm-hmm. they just have a game plan they always they man.
1: They're the smartest. They're they're like high basketball IQ.
0: Yeah. I, I'm glad predators. you clarified it just with the thunder. Because I'm like, man, how do you beat lightning? But it's not, like, it's it's not lightning. It's just the sound it's of the, the sound
1: that lightning makes.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I think it is an interesting matchup because they're very obscure things. Like how do they battle one another? Um, yeah, I mean
1: both of them are like I mean, really both of them are just concepts.
0: That is true. Um,
1: i've never seen a real raptor
0: but I, I think i'm gonna give this one to the the thing that's actually extinct um, i think so too to make it to make a to make a reappearance right like
1: yeah because what i wrote i think i wrote i think the things i wrote down i wrote for raptor i wrote predator will kill you uh <laughs> lots of teeth and then i wrote extinct <laughs> For Thunder. What I wrote was scary for some children.
0: <laughs> uh, makes Also,
1: my, makes bad for my, hearing. Question my, mark.
0: My knee starts to hurt
1: yeah but that's just I that's the see. pressure
0: that's, that's not even weather pressure yeah it's not not because not caused by thunder
1: you don't it's get bad. like a, you don't get like a big like when you hear the crash your knee doesn't just give out <laughs> at that moment and then comes back after the sound it's the pressure that's making your you get some inflammation yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah all in all thunder pretty weak
1: Pretty weak, Thunder. Yeah. One of the weaker mascots, I think. One of
0: the weaker mascots, yeah. So I, I, I think that, that to the Raptors for sure.
1: I think that all of the, uh, I think that all of the mascots, that weak. are that you cannot make, in an S, mm. are bad mascots.
0: I, I'm very interested when we get to Magic because Thunder. I, I would love to see who the Magic play up against, which I'm sure will be coming up soon. Oh yeah, it's um, it's probably coming. next week because I'm interested by the magic concept versus, you know, I, we'll I don't even know who they. We'll see what is. happens. A magic could be
1: a concept that wins. It could, that could be your Cinderella story.
0: Yeah, playing against the Knicks or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: you never know. Uh, Knickerbocker might not make it against the Magic. Who knows <laughs> how a 76er would fare?
0: Let's, uh, let's do it like we did the first time. We teased next week's matchups. Who do we got next week in the first round of Last Mascot Standing? So let me look here.
1: It looks like we have the Bucks at the Suns in a rematch of the Ooh. NBA Finals. Oh. And then what we have following that is, oh, you actually teased it a little bit there. Uh Uh-oh. We have the Orlando Magic versus the Houston Rockets.
0: Interesting. Magic versus Rockets.
1: And the Rockets are actually the high-ranked team here. And let me tell you why.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: I wanted there to be some controversy in the rankings. I've never seen any more. Or anything like that, where people weren't about something seed. <laughs> so the Rockets are actually the Rockets are actually a two seed. Wow, that's pretty high seed. That is a pretty high seed, but I really wanted to piss the people off.
0: Mm, I like it. I'm very excited Absolutely. for Magic versus Rockets. I think there's a lot there mm-hmm. that we can talk about for sure. Uh, but that's another week of last mascot standing, as always. Truly, an entertaining art form that makes you critically think a little bit about concepts and how most of the nba mascots just really don't make sense right like they're just a dumb thing
1: no as we t- as we talk through these we're going to see how there's like eight mascots that are like worth being mascots at all
0: yeah and the other 22 just like what what are we doing here? like who came up with this yeah why do yeah. we do this yeah um, so to wrap up for this one, let's get into a little NBA stuff. Now we're not going to talk about this very long, we're running out of time. I got to get back. Uh, but I do want to mention kind of the NBA performance this year, because I don't know about you, but it seems like every week someone is breaking some sort of record or doing something for the first time in the, the NBA hasn't seen in like 40 years. Um, mm-hmm. has that kind of felt like it with the, the season for you? Like we're just getting incredible, like individual player performances this year.
1: Yeah, I think I also think one thing to really uh pay attention to is that none of these seem to be defensive
0: performances. Mm. <laughs> so you're saying that defense is getting worse and worse or do you think that players are just better and better? I think the I mean I definitely
1: think that like shooting and stuff like that is obviously much better than it ever has been. Um yeah. and I think like the focus on offense is like higher than it has been too as far as like just being efficient at offense and like all of the analytics and stuff that we have now about which shots you should take and this and that and the other. Um, and then like the people with the really high usage rates that end up with those uh, incredible statistic nights too. Um, I think that, but what I think that like the not like defensive, like big defensive nights are, Indicative of it's just like the rules also lend themselves towards offense. Like that's what people want. That's Mm. what's exciting to talk about. It's not exciting to talk about like something that is tangible but also intangible. And that, like, oh yeah, the Mavs played the Bucks last night, and Giannis guarded Luca for four quarters, and Luca had 13 points and six rebounds. Like Mm. that's not as exciting as Luca had 50 and Giannis had 62.
0: Do you think there's a little bit of a correlation between this, like individual performance, and the NBA finally getting rid of the take foul? Do you think that's kind of helped a little bit prop this up? I mean, not a major amount, but a couple points here or there, right? Or probably just oh yeah, I more definitely more free think flow that so. and not having to stop for no reason, right? Yeah, yeah because like, like because since, like what stuck out is like Donovan Mitchell scoring seventy-one points, right? And then I'm thinking like. Man, he scores 71. I feel like last week, you know, Luca had a 60 point, 21 rebound, 10 assist game. And yeah. it was like, it was literally like a week or two ago. And then it's like, oh, Don Mitchell scores 71. Who cares? Like, Luca hadn't done it, done like he's the first person to ever do that, I think. Or it's like him and Wilt, you know, it seems like all of these things are happening this year. The only comparable is something that Wilt Chamberlain did. <laughs> like the Oklahoma City Thunder scored 150 points against the Boston Celtics. And they didn't have Shea Gilgis Alexander. Like they didn't have their best players averaging 30 plus points a game. Um, but there's been like I I decided to look this up because it feels like there's been just this huge individual scoring nights. And I don't I'm gonna have to go back and look at previous seasons to see if maybe this just this is just the norm now. But there has been eighty-nine times this year so far that a player has scored 40-plus points already. Um, and there may have been one or two last night that I've missed. But f- 89 times it's happened this year, 40-plus points. I mean, Embiid has a 59-point game. Devin Booker has a 58-point game. Giannis, 55. Anthony Davis, 55. Even Clay Thompson has a 54-point game. And he only has to dribble the ball twice. And Darius Garland, for goodness, for goodness sake, had 51 points. Like, rebounding-wise, Zubats for the Clippers, 29 rebounds. Jokic, 27 rebounds. Our own, Jaron Jackson Jr., eight blocks in a game. Evan Mobley had eight blocks in a game. James Harden has three of the top five assist totals this year. He had a game where he had 21 assists, 17 assists, and 16 assists. Our own, John Morant, has one of the other 17 assists. So, I I don't know if it can be explained, but... It seems like the NBA, just individual performance has gone absolutely nuts. Um, Are crack at it? Yeah.
1: I think there's more possessions. They did that thing where they changed the – like, I mean, this is a while ago now, but they did the thing where the shot clock resets to, like, 14 seconds when you get a rebound.
0: Good point. Uh,
1: so they've done that. They did uh, – they got rid of the take foul. So they've sped up the, they've sped things up a little, they sped things up a little bit and eliminated like unnecessary stoppages and stuff like that. Um, people shoot more threes than ever. So I think it makes sense that the rebounding numbers would go up because the more, like, I mean, sometimes you see some of these three point shooting numbers and like they're shooting 30%, but it's like, yeah, we were like 27 for 40 for, for 63 tonight from the three point line. It's like, oh God, like that's a lot of, that's like 38 rebounds that need to be gotten by somebody just from threes alone. Not right. things banging, bu- bumping around at the rim. Uh, but so, so did, I think the think rebounds, they're... it makes sense that they would go up. And then I think with the threes, I think it's just or with the assists, it's just more like spot up shooters and threes and isol and like isolation heavy games and stuff like that. When you have those players that are really isolation heavy and draw a lot of attention, I think they can get those assists if their teams happen to be hitting shots that night just you know yeah. right I, I think there's there's a lot of things I think but I think the main three things are just like more shots are being taken so your rebound numbers are going to go up you have mm-hmm. a lot of isolation basketball and high usage players that's in the players that you see getting those big numbers like Anthony Davis for the Lakers like he's got LeBron and a bunch of other people and Russell Wilson or Russell Russell Wilson Russell Westbrook um and then you know you have Luca you have you know people like Giannis and um Donovan Mitchell scores 71 um I mean obviously different people doing that but it's guys that can like that can score and um be high usage guys night to night so I don't know I just think that there's a lot of different factors but I think it makes sense that the numbers are are going to go up just because of, I think the possessions have gone up too.
0: Yeah, I think helping with the take foul, helping to loosen up a little bit and the more reliance on the three boost, total points scored and rebounding. I think you make a great point with that, right? Like James Harden getting 21 assists, like that's insane. Um, I would
1: be curious as to how many of those were just like quarter threes.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, so it's just we're what 40 games into the season. We still got another 42 to go. Like I can only think that this keeps up, right? I don't know if maybe with teams starting to try a little bit more to solidify their playoff spot, maybe defenses get better or I don't know, but do you think it's possible? We've already had 89 instances. Like, do you think it's possible? We have 200 plus instances of players scoring 40 plus points in an NBA game. Out of like what, 2000, 2,400, whatever it is. It's
1: thirty times eighty two. It's two thousand four hundred and sixty. Um, yeah, that would be crazy. I don't think it'll. I. I, uh, I, don't, I don't think it'll be over two hundred.
0: Okay, but you think it'll be close? Because this is what I kind of want to look at now. Like now, that it would I'm be interesting
1: to see what the re- most number of forty-point games are in a season ever. Right. And then compare because, them to this year. Because I bet yeah, this year already blown the doors off of it.
0: Yeah, I can only think of, like, maybe, you know, in the late 70s or early 70s, whatever it was, where games were, like, 170 to 140, you know? Like, there yeah. was just that time, like, cocaine era, where it was just run and gun, literally. But, um,
1: you, also, but you also have um, – you also, I mean, you also have years where, like, guys are really going after scoring titles and stuff like that, and people are like mm-hmm. – 30s and things like that so i mean if you're in the 30s high like mid you
0: know yeah yeah i think i'm gonna research that which i'm sure is probably pretty easy to find now with as many people that do stats and follow the nba but I, i'm gonna look back and just around. see yeah just see how many like how many was it last year and see if i'm surprised by that number because i can only think just way basketball is going the way players are getting better and better um and teams more efficient in the way they play offense like I can only think that number keeps getting higher, right? Unless there's just a talent fall off. But most of these players are doing this are young players. Like it's not like it's old, you know, over the hill 30s players dropping 40 or 50 every night. Like these are younger players. So I can only think that can continue and keep going up. But that's kind of the NBA thing that I want to talk about for this week because I thought performances were just Like, it seems like we're getting something every other day where it's like, oh, cool. He did that last night. Oh, wait, you know, he did this tonight. But it doesn't matter anymore, you know? And then, oh, then a guy did this. But So it seems like it's getting super exciting, really interesting as we're heading to the All-Star break, which is probably something that we'll talk about soon since we're getting closer to that. But let's wrap up for today. I got to go coach two games or at least, yeah, coach two games. Um, Anything you want to plug or mention before we go? uh no just you know we got last mascot standing coming back next
1: week we're gonna keep that going
0: yeah so, thanks ready. for joining us this week i know it's a little later than it was but uh, scheduling stuff got a lot going on so you understand you know how it is life steps in sometimes uh, but we'll be back next week hopefully blast uh, mascot standing maybe talk about some all-star stuff we'll see keep kind of keep up with the Grizzlies monitoring how this January is going for them but make sure you follow us at Free Basketball 3 part of the Grizz 901 podcast like share uh, rate review please give us feedback so we know what we can improve on we want to get better for you guys so hope you enjoyed this week's episode tune into the feed listen to all the other podcasts read the articles the whole Grizz 901 team is doing a lot of great stuff for us so Continuing content is what everyone wants who's a Grizzlies fan or if you're a fan of an NBA team in general, you just love constant content about your team or the NBA and Grizz901 is giving that to you. So everyone have a good rest of the week. We'll see you guys next week sometime. Later!